All right, welcome back to the Talking Ball podcast. This is episode 20, season two of the pod. Ryan Flannery back here with y'all, of course, with Antonio Davido as Yo. well. Antonio, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, I see that Mets shirt on. So uh, I know we have we have we have saying Julio sh- uh, slow start to to begin this week's show, but you got that Mets shirt on. What do we say? We jumped to Scherzer real quick. That's today's biggest news in the MLB. What yeah. do you think? of him being ejected, kicked out for the sweat and rosin on his hand. And that leads to an automatic 10 game suspension for the new rules yeah. implemented for that. What's your take? I, so that is part of the new rules of baseball this year, the automatic 10 game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, sweat and rosin. I mean, there's really nothing you can do about the sweat part of it, but you know, rosin, as we were just talking about, I mean, that, that is a legal substance to use as a pitcher. If I'm, am I wrong? No, it is. It is. Yeah. You can use right. It, it sits behind the mound. It's the pad behind the, the pad, right? The white bag. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe it was just the way Scherzer reacted. He refused to wipe it off. He refused to wash it off. So I guess that's what they're going to bag him on for the 10 game automatic 10 game suspension. But I mean, it, it seems kind of silly to me. Again, sweat is not something you can control. You're going to sweat out there. And if rosin's a legal substance, I don't understand like what the issue is. Now, again, maybe if it's because Scherzer freaked out and he just you know, refuse to do what the umpire says. All right. But, you know, again, I, I I think the point of it is that he should be able to sweat out of his own body. <laughs> Use the rosin bag. So um, why he was checked for that, why he had to wash it off. I don't know if it's if it's legal. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm a little confused by this ruling. I, I don't really understand. Maybe they're trying to make an example out of him like we talked about before, but it seems kind of silly to me. No, I mean, I think it's silly for one. Like you, you hate it like. Players sweat. Yeah, it's gonna I happen. Think, I think before we talk, before we started recording this week's show, the was it Severino for the Yankees yeah, was using a hand on his hand. They said, yeah. "Hey, they do their checks every week. They're like check their gloves and all that, pat them down, all that, right?" And yeah. they said, "Hey, like don't wash it off your hand. I don't want to see it before next inning." That's pretty much what it is. So, I'm guessing that occurred. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out. I'm guessing that that occurred, and he didn't wash it off. And they're like, "All right, dude. Like we told you, x amount of times, you need to wash this off." Like right. you're out. It's a substance. You're out because I guess the, who was it? I think it was actually Trevor Bauer did a thing back before he got suspended because so mm-hmm. that's what the spider tack was in. Like, don't use spider tack. He goes, okay. Do you actually know which is stickier? Rosin with sweat or oh, spider yeah, tack? I remember that. And mm-hmm. he did a thing with the balls where he like held them. He goes, is this spider tack or rosin with sweat? You don't know. It's rosin with sweat, and it was sticky, right. just like spider tack. So right, right. In a sense, I understand why pitchers want to use it. It helps them grip the ball. And if I'm a batter in the plate and pitchers are throwing 100 miles per hour, I would love for a pitcher to have control of that ball than they do without any substance in a way, right? So I, I get why they did. I think they're making more of a more of an example out of him. He's he's a very yeah. vocal, outspoken player. Not the sense mm. of that, but he's very competitive. Yeah, If he thinks you're doing wrong by him, he's going to let you know it. And he's done it in the past, you know, never like I would say ejected to this extent, but I think it's umpires in the league making a making an example out of him. He gets paid almost $44 million a year, just over $43 million a year. Him and his, I would say his co-pilot, you know, his partner there in New York, Justin Verlander, gets the same pay yeah. he does. So they're the two highest pitchers in New York. And yep. he's in a big market team. It's the Mets. They need to make an example of someone. Every league does it. They do it with everyone. NBA does it with Draymond in the past. NFL does it with whoever they whoever their kind of scapegoat is for something that, that season, right? Mm-hmm. This was Scherzer. You have yet to see a big name like Scherzer get ejected for the rosin sweat. To my knowledge, to my knowledge, up to this point, get right. ejected. I think they were using it 
Get, and we told you. So it's just like you didn't wash it off. You think you're you're bigger than the rules in the game? You're That's out. That's what it is. Yeah. And, it, and it warrants yeah. a 10-game suspension. So it, is that 10 starts? I don't think it's 10 starts because it's just 10, 10 games. So really, he's going to miss oh, two right. starts. Right. Unless yes. in, 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 in the sense. So I think it's just the league making a point. I don't see anything wrong with it. They tell you to wash it off. Like, it's kind of like when your boss says, like, hey, go get this done. I told you to go do this. Go get this <laughs> right, done. Right, right. You're, yes, uh... you're going to go get it done, right? Yeah, and the umps Where... are boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and they're, they're and umpires. I'm very on referees, umpires, officials, where they try to make the game about them and not the players. In this mm. instance, I don't see it as that. But, of course, no one really knows what happened besides Scherzer and the umpires and whatever yeah. happened. But, right. like I said, I think he's an example. He's a big market in the big market team with the Mets, and he's a big name. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball, and they're showing, we don't care who you are. If you don't listen and wash your hand off or your arm or whatever, and you're abusing the rosin sweat thing and all this, Mm -hmm. you're out. We don't care who you are, and it's an automatic 10-game suspension. So that's my take on it. I don't think there's really – I think we're on the same page. It's just kind of like, okay, you sweat, you can use the rosin, but they don't want you using sweat and rosin together to make a sticky substance that you can grip because spin rate and all this and on the ball and the curve and the fastball and all this. But it's like players have said it. They're like, I, I'd rather have a, let a pitcher have control of that ball when they're throwing it, you know, that ball right here, opening day ball right there. There you go. When my dad got it for me at opening day, but um, we'll be what, but yeah, I, I I just don't, I just don't see a reason behind it. Like if they're telling you to wash it off, go wash it off. You got to do it. Right. But just, I mean, you got to do it. And, but I don't, I don't see this as the, I mean, I'm kind of contradicting myself, I guess, because I I keep saying like the refs there or the umpires aren't doing it to be bigger than the game, but it's like you ejected one of the biggest pitching names in baseball. Yeah. And is he the only one that's done that this year? So, but like we said, Severino, but he, he washed it off and there are no problems after that. Yeah. So, like I said, I just just saw the headline. I didn't really watch any videos. It's just, hey, you got suspended. He got ejected. Now he's automatic game suspension. I think appeal it, appeal mm, it, yeah, obviously, and, and then, and then if they say yes, okay, well, I'll start at this date. You know, because right, right. what you can play or suit up and get paid during, during all that. So yeah, just kind of keep track of it. We're gonna see how, if they're gonna kind of hammer down on pitchers going forward. So I'll bet you right now, if that was Shohei, they would have not ejected Shohei Otani out of a game. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Biggest yeah, name right, in baseball, right. not happening. No, no, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, it, well, somehow the Mets were able to win today. They beat the Dodgers uh, by three runs, and they've taken two out of three from them so far. So, I mean, the Mets are starting to pick it up, and that's good. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with them going forward. But let's go to uh, your Mariners, man. Of course, we usually start off with the Mariners every show. Uh, it, you know, they swept the Rockies. You know, the game I went to last Friday with my lady was was fun. And, uh, you know, they won 5-3. to three. It was a good game. But, you know, it seems like the Mariners are sweeping the good, the bad teams, but they're not playing up to par against the good teams, and especially the the Milwaukee Brewers. And the Mets didn't play well against them either; they got swept by them. But uh, it, it seems like you know their main guy, Julio, is kind of struggling a little bit. He's you know he's kind of off to a little bit of a slow start. But let's keep it in perspective; he was off to a slow start last year. So, what what are your thoughts on Julio to start off the show? It's a tough one because he did start slow last year around this time. I yeah. think. Around this time, they were like, "Do we need to send him back? Right? Send him back to yeah. AAA because he? Do we need to send him back to the minors to groom up? Is it too much for him to handle right now? At what twenty one years old? You know, yeah. so in twenty twenty one years old, he mm-hmm. started slow. I don't think he was batting above two hundred until almost May. So I'm not freaking out on that sense. He finished last year batting two eighty four, 
and he was a rookie wow. of the year. He yeah. was an all-star, silver slugger, you name it, accolades. Home run goal. derby it was, thing. Yeah. It was, it was, he won everything but a home run derby and a MVP. He was close. Last yeah. year. So, right, right, right. In the sense of this, he's batting 247 right now. It's on base is just under threes at 299. I say hold off on the panic. If come mid-May and he has these numbers, n- not freak out, but maybe be a little concerned. But you got to remember, he bats first in the lineup. He's going to see more at-bats than anyone else in that lineup. That's why they put him up there. You put your best yeah. player, who you think is your best player, your best chance to win, you put you put your best batter, say, first. I think Ty France should be the first batter just because he's he has the best batting average on the team. I think he might as yeah. Kalanick right now, but last year he was batting over 300 until yeah, he got all-star. hurt yeah. and became an all-star because then he got hurt. Yeah. And so then his key kind of tapered back to the 280s. But I... I'm not freaking out yet. I just think he's starting slow and people had the high hopes. You know, he's Mr. GQ. He's Mr. Sports Illustrated cover guy. He's a face of the MLB now at such a young age after a rookie season. I don't think it's pressure. And I just think pitchers are adjusting to him now. There's actually statistics Mm, and charts on him where you can throw to him when you can't. Do we walk him in this instance? Do we not? Stuff like that. There's, There's stats on there on Julio now where last year it was kind of like, okay, we're going to have to play this at-bat game by game until later in the season, but it's not panic time yet. Julio's okay. Just be concerned mid-May if he's not kind of getting those numbers up a little bit, you know, because the rest of the team, there's more to worry about than Julio. One through six, you're fine. That mid-infield and the rest of the team you need to worry about right now. Julio is not your problem. There's other problems in Seattle you need to worry about. That's not Julio Rodriguez. That's all I'm going to say. That's what I get to end. So what's your take? Do you think think it's panic time yet on Julio or you kind of think it breaks a little bit? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, look, I, you know, he started off slow last year. I think he's going to pick it up. Some guys just start slow, even if you're a great player. You start slow sometimes. You know, the bat's not getting uh, worked the right way. But, I, you know, the game I went to, he played pretty well. I thought he looked good. He took a lot of good swings and uh, didn't waste time. He got a lot of good hits. I think he got more than one. But, no, I mean, I'm not panicking with him. You, like you say, he's the leadoff guy. He's got a lot of responsibility on his hands. He'll get used to it. And he'll get used to adjusting to pitchers, adjusting to him. You know, I think that a, a really good player – always knows okay you know they have tape on me now so i have to kind of adjust my game adjust my swing and just get better as a player i think he's really solid in the outfield i don't think that's a problem so you know with the mariners again they just always seem to get off to a slow start and that's not necessarily the end of the world like you said it's april 19th the season's very young still I'm really impressed with Jared Kelnick, though, man. He he has really, I mean, he had a homer the game. We, yeah, he had a homer the game we went to, and that was, I think, the game after he hit that bomb in Chicago to center field. He loves hitting those, those bombs to center field. But he, I, I'm really impressed with Kelnick, man. I, I think it was he. He's batting like sixth in the lineup, right? Like sixth they, in the lineup. Yep. Yeah. So I think they might be able to move him up too. And but I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed with him, and and I think Julio will get it started. I think the Mariners will get it get it going. You know, they just have to beat the good teams. You know, and again, if you want to be a World Series contender, you have to beat the good teams, not just sweep the Rockies or you know bad teams in your division. So we'll see what happens. But no, I, I'm I'm the one guy that I'm impressed with is Jared Kelnick, and I know you are too. Yep, and my th- I have a little hot take for the Mariners right now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think Depoto needs to be on the hot seat. Ooh, it, it's 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 a it's a reach. You got Depoto and you got Service. I think you need to be on hot seats because I don't. You know, you I don't like the Cole Wong move right now. You let all these big bats walk in free agency. Yeah. Yes. Turner, if you don't Ryan. turn it around, which I think they're going to. Right. 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 Depoto right. and Service need to be on the hot seat. I given agree. this experiment the last couple of years now panned out. You made the playoffs finally. The year before that, you were one game out. Right. You're here now. There's no more 20-year droughts in Seattle. You got 
Yeah, you got some studs in that lineup, and you got one of the best pitching staffs in baseball. Not at the moment; they're still kind of working their kinks out. You know, the first month of the season, but realistically, you have this solid team who is a contending team. You were rated in the top ten best teams in baseball. I think number eight, seven, or eight overall, depending what list you're on. Yapota let all these guys walk. He's it's almost like he's playing the money ball. Did he watch a money ball before free agency and say, like, <laughs> right. we're going to let these big bets oh, I'm gonna walk do it this way. and we're going right. to do statistics and all this? It didn't work for Billy Bean. It worked one season. They didn't even make the World Series that year. So right, right, here's right. what you need to do. Maybe spend some money. or Like I said last week, make a trade now because teams are going to start pulling ahead. And the teams that are close to a wild card spot, they're not going to be sellers. And the teams that are selling, they're going to sell for a high price knowing you're desperate for that piece, a.k.a. a Carlos Santana last year. Then you give them a whole lot for Carlos oh, Santana, yeah, but yeah. the Royals were going nowhere. So you have to find a team yeah. like that, and you let him walk for nothing. I think you should right. have signed Carlos Santana one more year to be your DH. That's all I'm going to say, because Lestella's not doing it. No. Pollock's not doing it. Nope. Nope. And then what are your thoughts on Cole Wong? Are you, a little bit of a reach? I mean, what do you, you know? I think we should have kept Frazier for the amount of money we could have kept him for. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. And Colton, he's a clutch hitter too. Colton Wong isn't 2000, you know, early 2010s with the Cardinals. With the Cardinals, right. Colton yeah, Wong. Yeah, right. He had 17 errors at second base last year. I think it's. I think it was 17 errors. Yeah, and he's not the Colton Wong of the past. And he was and always known for his defense. Probably, nothing against that, but he's known for his defense. And like you said, looks like he he's lost that step. Second base yeah. and shortstop is an athletic, athletic per se. I'm not saying like the most athletic. Right, but you got to have range now. There's no shift, and now it's showing. Without the pressure, that shift. A lot of these gold gold gloves in the past are struggling this year without that mm. shift with the with a shortstop or a right fielder right behind them. So right, I right. think that's part of it. Is well, he actually he's he's having a hard time adjusting to no shift per se as a second baseman, and he's lost that step. And Adam Frazier would have been a better choice than Colton Wong. I think we should have paid Adam Frazier the money he wanted for one more year. Yeah, because sir, because that service, excuse me, Depoto was so high on him trying to trade from it. Even when he was in Pittsburgh, we need mm-hmm. him. We need him. We need him. Yep. Couldn't land him or they weren't going to give it the price. Well, let's get him in whatever, you know, free agency or whatever it is. Excuse me. And they keep him for one year and he had a great postseason. Yeah. He's one of the guys that 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 helped them beat the Blue Jays. Yeah. In the, right. that game, too. So it's just like. I, Hot take. I'll end it right there. Hot take from everything I just said. Jerry Depoto needs to be on the hot seat if they don't make if they don't turn around by the All Star break. You should really consider looking at other GMs because Moneyball in Seattle is not working. Like I said, with signing Colton Wong and these guys and letting certain guys walk and not even trying to bring a big bat in the last yeah. couple of years. Well, like you said, the honeymoon's and, over at this point. And you know what they, I mean. And if they don't land or are not number one, can not say number one. But they aren't even in contention for Shohei because I think they're saving up all their money to go all in on Shohei to be an ace, mm-hmm. a long Castile right there, and a bat in that lineup as a DH. Mm-hmm. He's gone. If you do not land Shohei next year and you saved all this money, didn't sign these big bats and trade away some key pieces in our you farm know, system for guys, <laughs> yeah, you need, you. you're gone. You're, sounds like you're the looking Knicks. for another job. You sounds like the it's, Knicks it's who time. always want to. They always want to get that big free agent. They save up all the money and they never get him. You know, if that's the case with the Mariners, I agree. And and like you said, the honeymoon's over with the Mariners. Like, no more droughts. You, you guys are contenders this year. You know, now it's time to step up to the big boy plate. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. I, I think they should be on the hot seat. And, again, they didn't go after guys like Trey Turner, who I know, you know, he's a shortstop. But I was going to ask you. Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa. <laughs> that was the other thing. Right. I have no problem with JP. JP yeah. was a gold glove in 2020. That was my next question. But that was three years ago. 
JP right. bats what like 230, 220. I know we've yeah. kept guys around for less, but it's like there's only decline happening now in JP. And I don't see the reason to keep him as a full-time shortstop, maybe a rotational guy, but not the full-timer. Mm-hmm. I would have rather have Trey Turner right now. Oh, sure. what, he, yeah, what he's yeah. doing in Philly compared to what JP's doing right now in Seattle. That's right. just my thing. I that that like I said our first episode right before the season started. That middle infield is going to be a problem for the Seattle Mariners this season. It has been, yeah. And it has been. Kellenick's yeah. turning no. around. I mean, I think he's going to come back down to earth a little bit, but he's he's hitting well. The, yeah. That middle Confidence. infield is going to be the problem. And when I say service should be on the hot seat, I don't think really this season, because he can only play the guys that DePoto provides for him in free That's agency. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I agree. And service, yeah. I think, is a good a good skipper to have in the, in the, in the dugout for the Mariners, kind of like a, like a Joe Madden. You know, with mm-hmm. the yeah. before the Angels kind of collapsed, and with the Rays and the and the and the Cubs, mm-hmm. in that sense, right? I'm not saying he's Joe Madden, but he 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 knows how to motivate and talk to his players, and he's a he's a, he's a player skip, right? Where right. Depoto is, you got these signings, like I said, but Service can only play who he is given. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't sign the guys. He doesn't get the checks cut for those guys. It's it's Depoto. So if anyone should be on the hot seat this season, it's Jerry Depoto. I don't think any players, I don't think any anyone else in the organization, I think it needs to be Jerry DePoto. If they are not turning it around by the All-Star break, at least contending for that first spot in the mm-hmm. West, contending for it or within reach yep. of it. Yeah. DePoto seriously needs do the Mariners need to consider firing DePoto at the end of the season. Yeah, I really don't hate that hot take, to be honest with you. I think it's a good take, to be perfectly honest with you, because again, like you're here now, you know, and the division's up for grab. I mean, the Astros are starting to turn it on, but you know, you, you can't afford to fall behind a team like Houston. You just can't. So, we'll and like see I what said, happens. you just let all these big bats walk the last two seasons. Right, right, right. To bring right. in these pieces that you're like, it's going to work, and it's not working. Yeah. Like it's, said, not, it's not Colton Wong of 2015 anymore. It's Colton Wong yeah. of 2023. who had 17 airs at shortstop last year with a shift right. intact to save him. So, yeah. no thank you. Yeah. Walk. Well, let, you, him, you, let him go at the end of the season. If, you don't, if they don't make the playoffs this year, the photo's gone. There should be no, there should be no question. You bring them in, bye. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's all about winning culture now with the Mariners and uh, a team that doesn't have winning culture. But you mentioned Shohei before, and I had no idea this even happened. I know they're playing the Yankees right now. He pitched, I believe. Did he pitch yesterday? Shohei, I want to say. I, I think they know. won. I, 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 yesterday was kind of a blur for me. It was a weird day. <laughs> so but, I didn't watch much. I didn't pay attention much more. It's kind of a blur for me yesterday. But they Sorry. are. Well, they are. They are playing the Yankees right now, which is going to be a good series. I know the Yankees are up uh, on the game that we're recording on the 19th, so they're up right now. But uh, Shohei merch was sold in the Yankee store. Is that true? I didn't see that. That's what I, I just saw a picture of it. And so I thought I'd throw right. that on the list. That's just the Shohei effect, man. It's yeah. one of those. You got you to gotta sell what you can sell. Maybe they're like, hey. We're already selling your merch here, and you're not even a part of this organization yet. You should you know really what, consider being in Bronx Bomber. You should really I, consider I, being in this rotation with Garrett Cole and Severino and all these right. guys. You should really consider it because you're really just our missing link. And do you mind hitting behind Aaron Judge? Right, right. Well, you know what it is, man? Like, I'll be honest with you. I'd love to see him in Seattle. I'd love to see him as a Met, right? But I think the MLB really needs him in 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 pinstripes. You know, because again, I, I just think they're your best players have to be shown off the right way, and I and I just think that him being an angel, it's just not going to work out for him globally, and and his impact in terms of sales and his impact in terms of stardom. If he goes to the Yankees, he doesn't even have to. I mean, before he even plays, MLB is gonna their stock is gonna rise. So what, what do you think about that? I I think I I really see him in pinstripes. To be honest with you, I really do. I think I they got think- the money; they're gonna throw it at him. 
I agree. I just think it needs to be one of the New York teams, a yeah. Dodger or a Mariner. I'm okay. not to say that's biased for the Mariners. I mean, you've had some great, some greats come from the Japanese league. Yeah. Ichiro and you know, oh, I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. saying like Iwakuma, but he was a solid pitcher for the Mariners there for a couple years, you know. Yeah, Kazuhiro Sasaki is one of the best closers in baseball in 2001, the year they won 116 games, you know. He still mm-hmm. got 32 saves out of that season, even though there probably weren't many save opportunities given that team that was constructed. But I think it's going to be Seattle, the Dodgers, or one of the New York teams. I, I don't see well, you anyone think Boston's else in the mix. No, because they're doing very bad this year. And I don't yeah, think he's going to go. To, I don't think Shohei's not going to go to a team that's just going to pay him. He's going to go to a team that's going to pay him and that can win. Oh, win, I mean, right, I mean right. I'll throw an outlier out there. I know Mason's going to love this. The outlier I'll throw out there would probably be the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I think the Cubs, they're rebuilding. They've spent some money. They're kind of refurbishing. They're trying to push at least for that, that NL Central spot. Let's see if they can overthrow the Brewers the way the Brewers are playing this year. But mm. I can see the Cubs being a contender for Shohei as well. So I, I see five teams. Okay. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, I definitely see that too. And and you know, but the most important thing to him, I think, is marketability. Well, winning is number one, but marketability is also number two. And and I think with Seattle, again, they marketed Ichiro really well. And you know, obviously, it's it's um, the closest state, pretty much to Japan. I mean, on the west side, you know, you have that geography there. But and just um, Seattle, Seattle, along with like Los Angeles and a lot of big cities, but Seattle has a huge Japanese community and Jap- like Japanese yeah. culture here. That's right. In, that's in right. Seattle, and that's one thing. Like if he comes here. He oh, comes, well, not here. We're not in imagine? Seattle, but like if you come to the Northwest, like he's already a superstar. But you're going to be—he'll be a superstar wherever he goes. I don't need to say yeah. Seattle. Like if he goes to if he goes to New York, no one's going to love him any less. They may be like, "Really, you went to the Yankees?" But he's not—he's not like an unlikable player. Like no, no, he's not an no. unlikable player. He's very like he speaks. You know, like his English has gotten better. He's speaking more at during interviews and conferences and all that. You know, he's more yep. comfortable now. But yep. I, he's just one of those players. Like I don't think you can hate him. You know, if he, no, if he walks, he's, he's a like, real lovable guy. Okay, we know why you left the the Angels. Understandable. We yeah. know why you left the Angels. <laughs> You're yeah, right. maybe not the best move of signing with them to start your MLB career, but it's worked out for you personally. Yeah. And I think the pinstripes are gonna open the whole checkbook. What do you want? You want seventy yeah. million a year? Yeah, I was about to ask you how much. How much you think they're gonna throw at him? You think it's gonna be five hundred? You think it's gonna be close well, to five thirty? MLB salary rankings. Um, I, Mike Trout's got that five hundred, right? I, I believe he's got a five hundred million dollar contract. Yeah. So if you want to put him as a pitcher, mm. he could make anywhere up towards about forty million dollars. Scherzer is making forty three, and oh, Shohei is about what uh, ten years plus younger than he is. Yeah. And then if you want to go, just all positions. Real quick, let me update this. It's Max Scherzer. Justin Verlander and then Judge. So Judge is making forty million a year, right? You could say, okay, as a pitcher and a batter, I'll cut you a discount since I do everything. I want sixty-five million a year. Oh my goodness gracious, that's awesome! <laughs> awesome, I'm happy for, for the guy. Yeah, I wish I was a genetic freak like Shohei Otani in that right. sense to be able he to is do it get all. Paid man, um, but yeah, right here, you'll, I'm looking at the list right here. Judge makes forty million. Scherzer makes forty-three point three, and then. As well oh. as Verlander. So I think you want to combine that. He could be like, I'm worth $80 million. Yeah. I fill the void for two players. On his play I'm one alone. One. Or he says, I'll, I'll kind of be in the middle there. I want $65 million. And I think a team will throw, open the book and throw that at him. There's no cap, but you're just going to pay a lot in, was it the luxury tax for MLB? They have, yeah. there's no salary cap, but they have the, the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who's not afraid to say he'll spend any money to, to win get ball games? Your guy. It's Cohen. Yeah. 
That's right. Because he's paying two pitchers that are the highest paid players in baseball. So, you know, you know, he'll throw money at Shohei. You know what I'm and saying? rightfully so. Verlander was an AL Cy Young last yeah. year and a yes. World Series champion. He yep. deserves his money. He yep. is the only Astro I did not dislike. I will right. throw it out there right now. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah, that's true. And then Max Scherzer, he's, he's earned every penny. I mean, yeah, he's a, just a legendary. <laughs> he's career. earned every penny. And so, yeah. but yeah. I mean, like, if Anthony Rendon is making 38 million this season, I think Shohei wow. can can make double that. that. Yeah. I'm just gonna throw that up there right now. That's right, no shot right. at Anthony Rendon. Oh, I agree with you. Make your money. You got a great agent. But yeah, Shohei yeah. Rendon's making 38. Shohei goes, I want double that, and I want a 20 million salary on top of that, which is 80 million. <laughs> so it's just like realistically, he can be like, I'm a pitcher. Like I said, I'm a pitcher. I'm a batter. Judge gets paid 40 million a year. I didn't hit 62 home runs, but will he actually ever do that again? Probably right. not. Right, I'm right. I. Produce more than he does, and I pitch for you. So I'm an I'm an everyday DH plus a pitcher. I want those salaries. I can't. I don't, blame I don't think that's far fetched. You go no. and say, and I want 80 million, and then they meet you at 65 to be the highest played player in Ever. all sports. Yeah. I you know what I I can't be like ah fuck that you know what I mean like I it, need to it, be his just, agent right now so I make yeah. some bank off of that so I make like ten yes. percent of that I'm already negotiating for him show hey. hey. Hire me. I, I'll learn. I'll learn this. All all the lingo and everything. That He'll go to bat. Me and I'll go to bat for you. All right. You hear me? Yeah. Look at me. Look at me right here. Let's do it. <laughs> You'll be making a lot of dough. That's for sure. Especially off that contract. But do you, but, but do you uh, disagree with that? I mean, like no, I said, no, I don't. No, Scherzer and Verlander getting forty three, and not Judge and Judge is making forty, and Rendon's getting thirty eight. Rendon is making more than Mike Trout this season. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Just to put that into perspective, Mike Trout's making thirty seven point one. Yeah, Rendon should not be making more than any of those guys, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, he's good, but is he that good? You know, not, like, not the fourth highest player in baseball. No. And if you're Otani, again, you go to the bargaining, him and your agent go to the bargaining table with that. Like, I'm so much better. You know, Judge had an excellent season, but I was right there with him. You know, Verlander and, and Scherzer are great pitchers. I'm right there with him. He deserves the money, no doubt. And he deserves well, that marketability. And the Mets have three of the top 10 pays, highest payrolls. You know that? Who's the other one? Uh, well, it's not the Rays. I can tell you that much. No, 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 um, no. The the Mets, your Mets have the yeah. three of the top ten highest payrolls for right, players right. for player salary. Who's the third? Who's their third highest player? Who's uh, in the top uh, ten on on the team on the payroll? So you got Scherzer and Verlander who are one and two. Who who's the other player in the Mets? Is it Brandon Nimmo? 10? No, that was a good know. guess though. That was oh, Edwin Diaz? No, 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 no. Not a closer. Closers don't make that money. Come on. Yeah. I'll give you one more. Strike three and you're out. What do you got? So you got Verlander at one. Well, Scherzer and Verlander tied for one. Yeah. And there's another Met in the top 10 highest payrolls in baseball. It's not Jeff McNeil, is it? No. One more guess. I'll give you one more. One more. Come on. Uh, Come on. He has not performed up to his contract since they've got him. Oh, Lindor. Yeah. Yeah. 34.1. Well, yeah, that that just goes to show, man. The Mets better start winning because they're spending a lot of money on these guys. So just making that list. Why not add yeah. Shohei to that list of your right. best payroll next season? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'll yeah. for it. Well, you know he's going to go after him. He's going to. He's going to so go you after. Want Forty him. million as a player, and you want thirty million as a pitcher. Right. I'll cut you a discount. Right. 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 <laughs> Two players well, in one. Again, I think it's winning, and then I think it's marketability, and I think he can win in New York with either team, and I, the marketability will be crazy. So, well, we'll and see he'll, what happens. And like you said, marketability. He will. If he's in a big market, it doesn't matter where he's at. But if he's in the well, he's already in the LA market. If he goes to New York, that's a whole nother 
That's a oh, whole yeah. other yeah. world. That's a whole other. You know that you're from Jersey. That's a whole other monster. Oh, it's, it's that's be their crazy. selling point. He'll yeah. he'll easily make over a hundred million. Yeah, a year oh, yeah. just endorsements and sponsorships, and no doubt, I think he was already in that top list. Forbes made a list. I think he's already in that. I think like there's a Japanese airline paying him like twenty or thirty season or something wow. like that. Like that's insane. That might yeah. I don't know the exact number, but I know he makes a lot of money off a of Japanese airline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just sponsorships alone. Crazy man. I mean, it's it's it, and he's a free agent after this season, correct? I mean, that's it's gonna be yep. like yep, LeBron watch, like Shohei watch. It's gonna be crazy. I don't think he's gonna do a decision, but. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Well, a team that's definitely not going to get Shohei Otani, and really a team that should probably consider moving to Las Vegas, which we've talked about before. There is a pot, and I, I you put this on the list today. I had no idea, and then you sent me the picture, and I couldn't believe it. A possum was found in the A's broadcast booth, coming out the ceiling. Um, oh man! I mean, that place is a dump, man. That place is a dump. They have sewage problems. Their turf is terrible. Of course, they shared it with the Raiders. You know, you always see the Raider games in early September have the the baseball diamond on it. So the Raiders did what they had to do, you know, and they said, look, fuck this. This stadium's terrible. We're getting the hell out of here. The A's don't draw any fans anyway. You know, I I think the move to Vegas to have them a baseball team would be smart to begin with. And the Raiders had the high. They had the most selling tickets in in the NFL, believe it or not, last season. So Mm -hmm. it it makes all the sense in the world. What's what's the holdup? I don't really understand. I think it's more finding buyers and finding the right place to move them. It's not just right. like a snap of a finger. It's not like on Madden yeah. 12 yeah, or 13, right. the older man's where you're like, okay, after the season, we're gone. We're going to LA. You know, I'd always be the Rams and I move my team to LA or a second Chicago team, something like that. But right, all right. jokes aside, it, it's more, it's, it's funding. Can the stadium get built? Is it a houseable market for an MLB team? Because you know, right. you got to have a strong market. And so, like, they're trying to move the Rays. We talked about this last week. They're trying to move the Rays. or They've been trying to move the Rays for, what, the last decade? Oh, forever. Even maybe even longer, forever. Even if they are good, they're still trying to move them, yeah. Just because there's more money somewhere else. And it really comes down to money. And That's it, yeah. What, how many can you seat in the Oakland Coliseum? I mean... It looks like a lot, but probably boy, fifty thousand plus. I can look it up right now. You you wouldn't even know just because like there's so many empty seats at every game. They got to put the tarps on the seats. I mean, it's really embarrassing. So the and Oakland Coliseum good. can seat sixty three thousand. Really? Wow. And they're only seating. This is with season ticket holders, which I right. guarantee are not going. They're just holding it just in case they have a, a really good season. Yeah. They they average I think about it. I think it's like eleven thousand. I saw the other eleven thousand pounds out of sixty three thousand seats. Yeesh. You yeah. gotta move them. It's time. Gotta, I think you yeah. you find a big market. I'm sure Vegas could construct something real quick to get you a stadium for them to to play and it, it to at least get the ball rolling for a new stadium in Vegas. I think that's the number one destination just with the legalization of sports gambling and all this and that. And there's no reason mm-hmm. for Las Vegas to not have a sports team now with all the regulations that kind of gone right for gambling. Right. Or they're saying Salt Lake City. If Salt Lake City can say, hey, we can th- let them play there the next two years or whatever, but we'll, we'll move them to Salt Lake. We can, if we can get a buyers in, in a stadium built, we'll move them to Salt Lake. Why not? Yeah. Anywhere yeah. but Oakland at this point because oh, it's, it's just like, it's terrible. I bet, I bet Billy Bean years ago was wishing he would have taken that uh that Boston <laughs> right. job that you saw in the movie. Yeah, huh? in the I don't movie, even know if he's yeah, the GM yeah. anymore. Who's the, who is the, is he still the GM for the A's? I believe so. Yeah. I think he is. I think he is. Yeah. Okay. He's the executive vice president. Okay, so you're still now. with the organization. That's crazy. Yeah, wow. I bet. I bet he's the one pushing. Hey, I, I wouldn't mind that. 
You've gone. I mean, Vegas, I've been right? an uncle too long, but well, you know what they always say. Well, the fans. What about the fans? I don't want to hear that because the fans don't even show up to the the games. They 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 average. A, I would assume them and the Rays average the you know, but the Rays are winning now, so at least they're getting some fans. The A's are like a minor league team out there, so they're three and thirteen, three and yeah, I believe they're three and thirteen. They lost today to the Cubs again, and. The fans don't even show up, so I don't want to hear like, "Oh God, what about the fans?" Like the Raiders are the Raiders; they're more historic, and you know they have that crazy, you know, rabid fan base. They're they're passionate, but I mean the A's. It's not like the A's. I know they've won a World Series, but it's not like they're they're like this legendary franchise. You know what I mean? And I just think the move would be better for them, not only money wise, but exposure as well, and and to get guys to want to play there. I mean, they've had legendary players. They've yeah, had legendary, yeah, oh yeah. A, a great one of the best sports movies, I think, in my opinion, Moneyball. Yeah, after absolutely. their organization, but I think the possum's the last straw, right? I yeah, possum. It's <laughs> the sewage didn't do the it. Ceiling in the broadcaster's booth. Oh I think God. that's the last straw. I I think if your staff strike, we're not working in these conditions. Yeah, I'm sure they don't want. To. I bet if staff and broadcasters and all this, and even the players, are like, yeah, we're not playing these conditions. Screw this. I mean, they're making money; they would lose out the players. But if you're the like the the event staff and the broadcasters and all yeah. this, I'd be like, dude, that's I'm a good done. point. A, a possum almost fell on my head. I'm done. Dude, I'm done. I'm not broadcasting here. I'll take the oh, year off. Man. I'm sure if you were an, an Oakland Athletics broadcaster, you could get a job anywhere else, right? Sure, For sure. the same pay, if not another franchise or organization or or sport. Right. But the possum, a possum <laughs> climbing through. A possum climbing through. I, I, I got to show the camera for this episode because we'll show it on TikTok and everything. But oh, yeah, I got to yeah. show this. A possum because... What was it? Mad Dog on ESPN was even talking about it. Yeah, Chris Russo. A possum. Yeah. Oh, God. Climbing through the ceiling at <laughs> Oakland Coliseum. Like, you, that can't happen. That oh, cannot happen God, at a professional so sports complex in the Major yeah. League Baseball. Yeah, it no. can't happen. If it you're can. the league and you see that, you it's should be ashamed. You, you yeah. should be embarrassed for what is going on at Oakland. Oh, God. You got San Francisco across the bay. Northern Cal has a team. Get the athletics out of that. I agree. I agree. Get him to Vegas. Get him to Salt Lake. Do whatever you got to do. But uh, yeah, that that place is just ugh, it's not good. It's not good. I know it's a legendary spot, but it's time to go. It's time to either rebuild, which they're not going to do, or or move. And I think that's or the spend only money or spend right. money. That's which the thing. They it's always, always been spending money. So here's yeah. the other thing. You're saying the Raiders. The, the Raiders should never have left Los Angeles. Even back in the 90s, they should not have left Los Angeles. Yeah. And when they re when they expanded out and they went to Vegas instead, I think the Raiders should have went to Los Angeles instead of Vegas. I think the Chargers. I know that's totally off topic. Well, they would have been, but they would have been better than the Chargers. The Chargers fans, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, Raiders fans travel really well, yes. like Cowboys and Red Sox and Yankees yes. fans and so on, like they Lakers do. fans. Right? They do. They we travel really well. You, they travel really well. Yeah. I think the Chargers should have went to Las Vegas instead of the uh, Raiders. I see. I think, but. Oh God! What's his name? The owner, I, Mark, Mark Davis, right? Mark Davis, yeah. Mark Davis. Now, I think he just saw the money. He goes, I'm going to cash in if I move this team to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Solo, no about. demo there. I'm the number one yep. team, baby. Let's do it. Yep. I think he That's saw right. that, but I don't think it would have really mattered in the sense for wherever they move. They could have moved to fucking Oklahoma. They would. <laughs> right. So, right, right. Oh, geez. Well. Either way, the A's got to go somewhere other than Oakland. I think that's the moral of the story, right? Moral of the story. You're not Oakland. We talked a lot about baseball this episode. Yeah, we did. We never talked baseball for 30 minutes. 
Well, we got to move on to the NBA. We'll do that right now. Let me check the Lakers score real quick. Lakers are down again. This is the 19th, so it's game two. They're down 11, 86, 75. Anthony Davis is like one for 20, so that's not good. <laughs> but uh, we'll, so we'll keep you updated. Well, of course, you know, you guys will be following it as well. But the big story so far in the playoffs has been the, those Sacramento Kings, man. Light the beam. They are playing really well. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. Light the beam, yes. baby. Uh, De'Aaron Fox got cl- clutches player of the year. I guess they're doing a new award thing this year, but uh, he he got that. Stop. Yeah, I know. I, I think it's kind of silly too, but um, but they're playing really well. They 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 defended home court, but of course Draymond Green treated Demontis Sabonis' sternum like a, a bouncy house, and that was not good because Draymond has had a history of doing these things. Got suspended for Game Three, which will be in Chase Center, but. I mean, that's been the topic, the main topic of the playoffs so far, the hot topic. Um, you know, personally, like, I would like to see Draymond out there playing. But look, man, I mean, if you have a history of kicking people in the groin and punching people and tripping people and 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 just pounding on people, now stomping on someone's sternum, I- I'm not surprised that you got suspended. I'm just not. With his history, he was egging on the crowd. And, and the NBA is really, really sensitive when it comes to what could potentially could be another malice at the palace. You know, they're, they're always going to have that in the back of their mind of, all right, like we can't have the fans, you know, provoking players the way that they are. And we can't have Draymond provoking the fans. So they just don't want that to happen again. So that was my take on it. I, I mean, I, I didn't want to see him suspended, but at the same time, like I get why he was. So what, what do you think? <sighs> you know, I'm not a big, a big Draymond fan, but I'll try. No, and I'm not either. I'll try to be fair about this. Spend him for the rest of the playoffs without pay. Wow. Then Make he'll learn. Make then a point. Learn. Yeah. He, he has a history. I know I know every season's a new season. Yeah. Right. But every new season is still the same Draymond Green. And you don't want this happening on your nationally televised games to appeal to whoever. Yeah, Adam Silver, he was fans. at the game. He was at the game when he stomped on him. Like <laughs> that could not have been worse. Spend him for the rest of the playoffs, even if it's only two more games. Yeah. You suspend him for the rest of the playoffs. Without pay. Okay, maybe not the playoffs. So say they do move on, but at least the series. The rest of this first round series, Draymond is suspended. Just to make a point, like you said. Two games to what is it? Two to four games now. Yeah. Yes, or five games. Five games. Sorry. Five, five games. Yep, yep. Five. Two to five games. He's suspended for the remainder of the first round without pay. He does not travel. He does not come to the to the to the arenas. Nothing. He stays home for the remainder of the first round. I, I exaggerate saying the playoffs that that that's a hefty suspension. I, I'm going to throw is, that yeah. out there, but yeah. you suspend him for the minimum, the first round to make a point, right? You're suspended without pay. Don't even show up. Don't even show your face. Don't contact your coaches or it's going to go into next season with a suspension, which right. can happen. If you move on and you do this again, you're suspended for the playoffs. They them, the NBA, they're very adamant about player safety. Mm-hmm. This isn't safe. You right. have a history of it. You can't play the victim. You want to be the bad guy? Well, the bad guy gets punished, right? And everything, right. in movies, in life, whatever. Yeah. You want to be that guy? You want to be the enforcer with your, your triple single that tra- Charles Barkley says? <laughs> You're going to be suspended for this series. Yeah, yeah. And then if you do it again, in the if the Warriors can win a road game, per se, and beat Sacramento at least in one of their, their road games, then the second round you can come back. But if you do it again, you're gone for the remainder of the playoffs. Yeah, I really don't hate I, that, I think, to be I, think they, they, I really don't, actually. They, they need to nail, they need to nail, make a point. Because, make a point, yeah. But you also got to make points to fans. Westbrook mm. leaving their game the other day, got in, I think it was yesterday. I don't know if it was yesterday yeah. or not. I don't know exactly. It's a couple days got ago. Got altercation, yeah. going to the locker room. Locker with room, With a VIP yeah. fan there. 
Dan, you're done. Don't show up. Don't show right. up. Right. You can't right. buy a VIP pass. Well, like, what you're saying is they need to be held accountable, is what you're saying. And, I, and I think you're right. Fans Yeah, and I, I do. I think you're right. But the thing with Draymond is, man, like, when is it going to stop with him? You know, like people say they cost him a championship back in 2016 when he punched LeBron in the groin, suspended for a finals game, suspended for a play, another playoff game, punched Jordan Poole in the in the in the jaw and in, in the in, before the the season. I mean, this he can't control himself. It's like he he's just like he's always looking to start some shit. Like I don't, I don't know what's going on with the, the Draymond man. Like, and and again, it's it's not just one incident. It's been his whole career. His whole career, he's been doing dirty stuff like this. So, and I know, I know Sabonis shouldn't be let off the hook either, grabbing his foot. But that's not the, you know, Draymond just made it way worse. You know, I mean, almost cracking the guy's ribs. I mean, it's just you can't do that. You can't. I'm sorry. You yeah, and and, and playoff the atmosphere, you're you're more. Everything's at stake. Everything's on sure. the line. Temp, I get yeah. Tempers right. or pages are gonna be short, right? And it's like that. Like players are gonna do whatever they can to get under a player's skin. I'm pretty sure Sabonis knew. If I grab his ankle right now, right, he's right. going to, to he's going to get pissed. He's yeah. going to get pissed and hit me or kick me or stomp me in the sternum. So I don't think yeah. Sabonis is in his own lesson. I think you suspend him a game too. Make it fair. I don't know if he's suspended or not, but no, both parties, no. you're suspended. But Draymond, you're suspended for the series. You have a record. Yeah. You have a history of it, and we could not have that in the game. Yeah, and I get can't what you're saying. Your 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 main point is you can't have it. and You got to make a point. And I and, and if you're Golden State, yeah, yeah. right? Go ahead. Yeah. You're Golden State. Trade him in the off season. I listen, he is your he I is think, your weakest link in that team. I don't yes. care what anyone says about. Well, him he's going to ask rah, for rah, an extension. Rah, this and that. You don't extend him. Yeah, you right, trade right. him. Mm, trade yeah. him. Sucker him for some other team. Right. Sucker trade some other team into it to take him on. And if he, because I'm sure you can replace a triple single. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you can replace a triple. <laughs> maybe single trade for Ben that. Simmons or something like that. <laughs> so maybe not Ben Simmons, but uh, I'm sure you could yeah, find someone on the market that's probably cheaper. Find another great defender. Can, yeah, exactly. Can get you at least a double double. Right, right. So, yeah. I know he's my... a big I know he's like the heart of the team and he's the, the great defensive player. I get it, man, but I, I think he's hurting the Warriors more than helping him this season, you know? Uh, it, it's just not I just think his time has come. It you know, I think it's time to rip the band-aid off as they say. Well, so. and it showed when Steph and Clay were out that whole season, both of them were out with injuries. Worst the real league. player Draymond Green was. He is not an all-star. No. He is not this this player that you can count on. He's like the sixth man in line for scoring mm, and everything yeah. else. There are guys on the bench that are scoring more than him, and he's a starter that gets the starters minutes. Mm-hmm. People argue it. Basketball fish, I'll say, well, that's not this and that. It's like, okay, well, he's suspended now, and he's hurting his team going. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. I don't that's care. Right. I, I don't get paid to. I know I care, but I don't get paid to care. So it's not like my opinion matters. We don't get paid. But it's just more like, <laughs> that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I mean, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got for yeah. Draymond Green. I mean, unless you got anything else, man, no, I think, I think trade him in the offseason. And if you're Adam Silver in the league, you make a point. Yeah. And, you know, I get, I get it. He's a great defender. But other than that, you can get another defender in the market. I, I really think that. So we'll see what happens. But A defender that can at least score. Yeah. Or make a trade. Toronto, they're not really going to do anything. Make it, maybe make a trade for Pascal Siakam right. this offseason. See if you can get, gather something for Pascal Siakam or anyone. Either anyone. way, I think. Either way, I think the Warriors are going to make a move. I do. I think they're going to make a move. So we'll see what they happens will. with that. They, will. I, they know that they know the clock's ticking with Clay and Steph, right? For yeah. that championship pedigree talent they have, so they know that okay, we got to do it now. Yeah, I agree. 
Uh, other playoff uh, notables, you know, the Lakers, they won the first game. John Moran out for game two. Do you see the Lakers pulling out this series, you think? I think they're going to. I think I, I do. Think I, I think the out. Lakers are going to pull it out. I, th- I, yeah. I think they're going to pull it off. Um, you can't count on Dylan Brooks in Memphis. We've right. talked about this. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of his, but mm-hmm. it's John Moran is huge. And it showed when he was gone, like they were winning. But when it came down to that all-star mentality, that MVP caliber player, that's the player they need. And with Jaw out, I don't right. think it, I don't think it's going to last a whole series. I really don't. Yeah. I think the Lakers right now, like I said, we're recording this on the 19th. They're down. They were down 11 at one point here in the mm. third quarter. I, but six Anthony, games, you think? Anthony, yeah, six, six, six games. I mean, yeah. of course, seven, but I think it's going to go six. I think they're going to. Okay. They already won one on the road. Now Ellie just has to finish it by six with three home games. So, right, right, I right. mean, and Anthony Davis is not going to go, like you said, like one for 20. That's not going to happen again. That That's mm-hmm. rare. So every player has their bad game. Anthony Davis just happens to be the game John Morant's out in game two in the first <laughs> round of the playoffs. So, yeah, it's actually I pretty don't... surprising. The Grizzlies have played well without job, but I think in the playoffs, it's a different story. You, the playoffs is all about superstars. You need superstars to step up. And if he, especially his hand, like this hand could probably be one of the worst injuries. You couldn't ask for a worse injury because, first of all, he's not a great shooter and he's a driver. That's specifically what he does. He's going to get hurt. He's going to get that hand hit a lot. So, yeah, I, I, I think the Lakers got this one. I, I'll, I'll go Lakers in six. I'll agree with you. Lakers in six. Yeah. I, I would say uh, Lakers at least in six. Excuse me, last week. So I'm, so I'm still going to follow that. I think Lakers in six. But now the Lakers would play the winner of the Kings Warriors series. But do you see the Lakers making a run? Do you think they can make the finals? Not the finals. Yeah. Not the finals. I, I think if they win this and they match up against the Kings, but the Kings got some fucking good score, man. Sorry yeah, for my language. They, 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 I think they're the highest scoring team in the league. So the they Lakers, are. I don't think they would get through the Kings. I don't think they would. I think they could beat the yeah. Warriors mm-hmm. if they face off against the Warriors in a seven-game series. But I don't think the Kings, I think the Kings just have too much firepower and they run that court like a young team should. And Mike Brown was coach of the year, just coach came out year. today. I don't yep. see, I don't see the Lakers if they move on to the next series, the next if both teams move on, I don't see them beating the Kings in the second round. I think the Lakers. Run ends there, and I think you look into readjusting that roster this offseason, whether it's even moving LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I've been a firm believer, move Anthony Davis to Portland and try and get what you can for Damian Lillard. I think him yeah. and LeBron would be a great pair. Sure. Yeah, I, I think the Lakers' ceiling is the conference finals. I don't think they're going to make the finals. I, I think, man, it's just tough, man. The West is the West is just so wide open, right? I mean, you saw the Suns struggle, and I was going to get to that series next. The Suns struggle in game one. Uh, the Clippers, you know, showed up to play. You know, Westbrook went like three for 12, but defensively played well. Kawhi is back. Kawhi is looking healthy. He's looking like that Terminator that we know him to be. And um, but that that's what do you think about that series? I mean, uh, you know, again, I think the Lakers ceiling could be the conference finals. And maybe they'll meet the Clippers where the Clippers have beaten them 11 straight times. I, how? I don't know. But um, but I, I think the Suns will get it right. I, I do. I mean, I think the Suns just haven't had any time to really gel and, and create chemistry. So they're going through that tough aspect of where they have to create chemistry in the playoffs. But I mean, if you got a guy like Kevin Durant, man, you're always in it. You know, it's just like LeBron back in the day. And even LeBron. Now you have LeBron. You're always going to be in it somehow. So I think the Suns will get it right. They probably well, I, I think the Nuggets are going to win their series, but man, the West is open, man. I don't, I don't think the Warriors, I don't think it's the Warriors year, but Kings, Lakers, Nuggets, Suns. I think those teams are the main four for me in, in the Western Conference. But other well, than that, the, I mean... The Lakers, but the Lakers, if they win, they wouldn't play the, the top seed? They wouldn't play the Nuggets? 
I don't think – well, it, it always used to be the 1-8 would play the 4-5, and then the 2-7 would play the 3-6. Now, are they doing that anymore, or is it just by seed? I mean, now? I could check real quick. Yeah, I know, I'm I've sure. always wondered. Like you said that, I'm like, wait, would they not play the Nuggets if they moved on? Let's see. Right, right. Yeah, check that, because I don't know how they're doing it these days. I really feel like I should, because I don't want – you know, I watch a lot of playoff basketball, but yeah. Yeah, you're the basketball guy. What are you doing? <laughs> I know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah, right here. The winner of the number one eight seed will play the winner of the four five seed. Yeah, winner of the two seven will way. play the winner wow. of the three six seed. Okay, so yeah, so the Lakers would play the Kings, yeah, and vice versa, like the Clippers and the Suns versus the Nuggets. Yeah, Nuggets. Right. Are good. Do you want to touch base? That's your team. Do you want to touch base? Yeah, I mean, well, they're, you know, the one eight matchup usually isn't very talkable. I mean, you know, the 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 Wolves are a mess. You know, they don't like each other. They got players breaking their hands and. You know, I, I do think the Wolves can get maybe two out of it, but no, I, I think the Nuggets are going to handle that pretty well. Um, you know, other than that, I mean, you look at the East, the Celtics are rolling against the Hawks. Giannis is out for game two for the Bucks, but do you really see the Heat even winning that series? I mean, no, I, you know, no. Yeah, I mean, I would trust I would trust the Bucks to win four straight when Giannis comes back type thing. I totally if they went down 0-2. I don't see the Heat doing that. You know, the Sixers, the Nets. I mean, the Sixers are going to win that series. So, you know, the only viable series, I guess, is the is the uh, the four five, which is uh, oh god, I got to remember what it, what it is. Nixon, um, Nixon, Cavs. Yeah, that's yeah, like Knicks the Cavs. only good East series that we're really getting, to be honest with you. And I, and so you know, I, I some tells me the Knicks are going to win that series. I don't know why. I I just feel it in my gut the Knicks are going to win that series. I think I the think Cavs the are Knicks a little can young. Make the Western Conference Finals or Eastern Conference they make Finals. Them. Oh yeah, excuse me, Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I just think the Cavs are a little too young. You know, they got Mobley, they got a Jared Allen. I know, you know, Donovan's a, a seasoned vet, but Isaac Okoro, um, you know, Ricky Rubio hasn't really been playing that great off the bench. Darius Garland's a young guy. You know, I think Darius Garland's going to have to really go off like he did the other day for them to win. So Cavs are a little young to me, and I, I think the Knicks are going to surprise them. I think that's the one surprising upset that I have is the Knicks over the Cavs. But you can't go against your hot take from basketball season. You had the the Cavs in the Western Conference Finals. You can't go against that. Yeah, well, I guess you're right. I don't know. <laughs> it's, but it's, I, it's I, all we ask for, I think we can agree on this, is great basketball yes. in, in playoff time, right? When the yes. playoffs come around. Yes. I mean, everyone waits for it. We always say kind of like, okay, you just got to get through the, the long 82-game season before the real basketball begins. And you're right. seeing it. You're seeing... You're seeing patience and tempers flare. You know, you're seeing great basketball. You're seeing players season, show man. up that yeah. it's a whole nother season. You know, it's, it's, and it literally is a whole nother season because it starts mid April and ends mid June. So I mean, it really is like another I, season. I, that's because they do the whole, the, the rest days with this. I get it's the playoffs. Yeah. You do want your, the best of the, you know, your playoff teams and all this, but, right. But come on, home games, you can play back to back like you do in I the know. season. You can do back to back travel. Back to back, whatever travel. I think they yeah. need to go back to the two three two format. I like the two three two. I, I, yeah. I think there's too much traveling in between, but because they only did it, that it in the finals. Was, yeah, it was seen as a disadvantage for right. a team to have three straight home games. But like, yeah, like but, you'd want to. You, yeah, I would think you wouldn't want to, especially like last year's finals, Boston and, and, and Golden State. That's a long trip, you know. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think you would want to avoid that travel. Yeah, and it's Which like makes sense. It's like yeah, so seven games takes like two and a half weeks to play because yeah, mm-hmm. all this and it's just like okay, you don't have back to backs anymore, you don't right. have this, you don't have that, this and that, blah blah blah, rest days and all this, and it's like these half these players sit out half the season for the playoffs. They should be ready to go for back to backs. That's all I'm gonna say. Kawhi played how many games this season? Yeah, and now I he's, know, he's not a lot. It's Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. You know he's gonna show up in the playoffs, but it's like 
Yeah. Half these players probably sat out close to six, what, not even played 60 games. And yeah, yeah. it's like these players can play back to them. And in the new you're CBA, paid, you are paid millions of dollars to play the game you love. And I'm going right. to throw this out there. I could probably play it. And this is why people, (laughs) people love the Kobe Bryant's of the world and the Michael Jordan's of those players that played through injuries and showed up for the fans knowing they were going to play every game. If they physically could walk on that court and play, they were going to play. You don't have that mentality anymore. Not everyone's what's his name from uh, Brooklyn where he plays 83 games in an 82 game season. Oh, Mikhail Bridges. (laughs) Mikhail Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane, dude. That's insane. 83 terrible guy. Yeah. Hey, he played him after getting traded too. He 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 still showed up. So I mean, we'll put it this way: Michael Jordan's final year with the Wizards, he played all eighty-two games. So, and they're putting it in the CBA now, where to win awards, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, you got to play a minimum of sixty-two games. So I wish it would have been a little higher, but I think they should have pushed for seventy. I agree. I think they should have yeah, pushed for seventy. Sixty-two just seems still a little low. A little low because you're yeah. you're about what? That's, That's twenty what, games. Like, I mean, two thirds you know. of the season right there. Right. I mean, right, that, that, yeah. that's fair in a way, but I think 70 would have been more because it gives the incentive for players to have to play. Because if you just play, like, yeah, because yeah, like players that have the, like, say the season ending injuries, obviously they're not going to make the cut for, for an award, right? But yeah. 70 games out of 82, I, th- I think that's fair. I, that's, yeah. That is a two week vacation that the average American gets. Right. For from PTO, from their right. job. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But no, point. But all that. jokes aside, I, I think it should be, maybe even like 68. Mm-hmm. Throw it out there. 67, a little higher. Yeah. 62 just seemed too awkward and low. And I think they're looking to like, all right, like even our top players like LeBron and certain players don't even play 68 games. So maybe mm-hmm. we do have to drop it down. But you can't cater. LeBron's on his way out here in a couple of years. And you got these other players where it's like give them an incentive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care if someone averaged 35, 36 a game for playing, for playing 61 games. So-and-so averaged 28. They played 70. You know, you can make right. the argument. You can make that argument. Well, I played right, I played 11 right. more games than him. Of course, mine could go up or down because I played more games. I was on the court. Yeah, Why should I yeah. be punished? Right. I think, yeah, I think they're on the step in the right direction. But they, they should give out bonuses. Like a league-wide bonus, like they do for all-star games. Scrap the all-star game. Give them a week off. Just give yeah. them a week off. Right. If if just no no practice, no nothing. Scrap the all-star game. Maybe have the skills and all that for the two-day thing. If you, get, if you want to go to that, go to that. For like the three-point contest and the dunk and the, the rising stars and whatever, right? But Because that's good product. No one cares about the all-star game. I don't care to watch these guys walk up and down the court, you know, on, mm-hmm. on my Wednesday night or whatever and watch them yeah. do nothing. I know they're the best of the best, but no one wants to watch 182 for 281 game. You know, yeah. like it, it's pointless. Right. No, Let the I players agree. rest. They want to yeah. rest and go from there. Just scrap it. Get yeah, them that week off. I mean, you're already taking the week off anyways. Just give the players the week off to rest and then have at the end of the season after this, after the finals, um, have like they used to do with the, the, like the, um, pro bowl at the end of the season. Yeah. After the championship, if players want to show up or say, make it like a three day thing before the finals leading into Mm -hmm. it. So you don't have that gap. I can do the pro bowl three point slam rising stars right there. Not a bad idea. And, and, you know they're also implementing the 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 uh, mid season tournament for the new CBA, so that that's going to be interesting. I think as that's, well. that's ridiculous. I think that's stupid. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of it. I mean, I I'm, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to the NBA. I mean, I like to play in tournament, but yeah, the mid season tournament, um, they're going to probably going to have to pay them, like you said, a lot of money to even do it. Like the the winners will get a lot of dough, even the more dough than they're even making. So well, it's just like yeah. this is the NCAA is meant for the tournaments. 
leave yeah. that to the to the NCAA yeah. and their their preseason, their midseason tournaments, whatever. One and done thing. Just yeah. leave it. But maybe have an incentive yeah. for guys that play 82 games, like Bridges did. If right. you play, if you play all 82 games to a certain like not just like, oh, I played a minute. I played 82 games, one minute a game. <laughs> like you yeah. played, say 15 minutes a game, average 15 minutes. You played all 82 games, then you you get a bonus, a league bonus. Like you do an all-star game. You get a league bonus. I think that gives more incentive to players to play. I mean, the player, yeah. like the high, the high payroll players aren't gonna want to care for that, but or make it a make it a portion of your salary. Okay, we'll give you 20% yeah. of your salary and bonus if you play all 82 games. That's right. just that's just ideas, just to get players out there. You know, because like no one it is expensive to go to a game, man. You just went to a Mariners game, yeah. as did I recently, but you also went to a Blazers game. Basketball tickets aren't cheap. That's and right. you were one of the lucky few to see Damian Lillard play this year at home. Yeah, he was actually on the yeah. court. That's they right. played the Celtics, right? You saw all the players yes. play. Yeah, it was shocking. No, actually. no fan sees anymore. No one sees right. all the top players on each team play. So I got to give you that, man. You were able to see all the all stars and the top. But you're players talking about the, the fans that go and yeah. they want to see these guys. It is but they not, don't. And... It is not cheap. Tap yeah. decency is probably the Blazers game. I know my oh, buddy yeah. and I when I went. I know for two just for for good seats. Say 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 behind say behind them. Um, a basket, right? You're probably looking about eighty to ninety dollars a ticket. I'm just throwing this out. There. This is a good yeah. guesstimation. I haven't been to a basketball game in a few years. Right. Say eighty ninety dollars a ticket, right there. That's probably close to two hundred dollars. So you say two hundred dollars for two tickets, roughly. Concessions, food, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you eat before, not even beforehand. Anything mm-hmm. in that stadium, you're probably dropping another sixty bucks, yeah. seventy bucks just for food. So there's two seventy, and then parking is not cheap. Parking is probably another 50 plus dollars. So right there, you're spending 300 and something dollars to not watch these star players play. And I know that's a lot of fans and a lot of people around the league. They're like, yeah, these players should be playing more. Because of that. that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not cheap. We went to the Mariners game. Parking was 50 bucks. Tickets for four tickets. I mean, we got a good deal. We hooked up with 50% off when we ordered them. But it's it's not cheap to go to a game. It is not cheap anymore because these players' salaries are paid by what we pay as fans going to games and their sponsorships and endorsements. It's ridiculous. It should be played. And I will will always say that. The fans always lose out when it comes to to product being put on a quarter or field, right? You want to see the best players play. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, All right, let's move on to our final topic, man. Uh, Speaking of money, my God, uh, Jalen Hurts, he's now the highest paid player in the league, annual salary, more than Rodgers, more than uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, this guy got paid, um, had a great Super Bowl, had a great year last year. Uh, obviously, we finished second in MVP. Um, my my thoughts on it is if you have a quarterback, you got to lock him up, man. You got to lock him up. I, I know, you know, the whole Lamar thing and how much should this guy make, should this guy make. But you know what? If you have a franchise quarterback, keep him. You know what I'm saying? Keep him. That's my very short answer. Um, does he deserve to be the highest paid player in the league? Probably not. But again, the Eagles said, you know what? Joe Burrow's going to get a contract. That's probably going to be higher than it. Justin Herbert's going to get a contract. Maybe Lamar. So let's lock him up now. Let's get him paid and let's you know see where the future holds. And it's a, it's actually a team friendly deal too, which is good. So which which means the Eagles can stay probably signing good players and keeping good players. So but lock up your quarterback. That's all I got to say to that. Because it's what it's two fifty five in the contract, yeah. fifty one a year yes. with incentive. Because he's making with what, like 40, yeah. 45, 46 a year. Right. Before yeah, yeah, I know he's like around. he's like yeah. right in that range. And so I think he's looking at it like, okay, AJ Brown's got to be paid. I got a mm-hmm. couple guys that need to be paid on this team. Some, yeah. some key players, you know, 
let's let's keep this camaraderie, let's get this brotherhood going here in the Philly, the 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 city of love, right? That's what they are, the brotherly city of love, love brotherly yes, love. Yes, yes. So let's yes. spread that brotherly love all around doing. this organization. Let's do it because they're right there, man. I'm not an Eagles fan they're, or anything, and I could care less if they win or lose, close. but yeah. they're right there. And if I think if they don't it, play Patrick Mahomes, they probably win that game. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, 100 percent Yeah. Yeah. I just they're looking at it, they go, okay, the East is ours to lose. Who's gonna contend with us in the East? People are saying the Cowboys, ah, we'll see. And they've been saying that for the last like almost 30 years, 20, what, 25 right. years now. So and the NFC, I mean, the Niners, if they have depending who they have at quarterback, but really the only one standing in front of them is the Eagles versus anyone. I mean, I mean, obviously you're gonna take the field when it comes to right when you're betting against people, as the Eagles of the field, they're gonna take the field, but it's like who in the NFC could really knock off the Eagles? I, I don't see it. Yeah, Not even I mean, division. Besides, the, only, the only team that could would say be San Francisco. San Francisco, the, right. The NFC title game, but yeah. they were without a quarterback. And do you think Brock Purdy is going to be the guy to dethrone Jalen right. Hurts and the Eagles? I don't think so. I think he just does well. And he has a very good head coach who knows how to manage a game after his debacle in Super Bowl, whatever it was, with, yeah, against with the, the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. He's learned since then, and he has a great yeah. running game, and he has a great defense around him. So that's why I think Brock Purdy was very successful. And I'm right. not the one that thinks that. I know there's a lot of people around that think that. And, oh, the system's great, yeah. And I think the Eagles are just there. They drafted well. They have great pieces around their franchise quarterback now, and they know the time is to win now, but we also have to lock him up before guys, like he said, Joe Burrow and the Herberts. Not Lamar right now, because he would have got paid already, but – these quarterbacks yeah. getting this money, it's not going to get cheaper. Let's set the right. market and let's see. And they'll higher, be like, wow. Because yeah. they're going to talk about it like when Mahomes got that half a billion dollar deal for 10 years, right? They're like, yeah. oh my God. But now like three years later, they're like, wow, the Chiefs got a bargain. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, <laughs> you know? so they did. Like, Looking at it now. Look yeah. at it. They're, yes. they're like, okay, let's get ahead of the gear. Let's get ahead of the curve. Let's get ahead of the game and the, the bidding process for the other these other quarterbacks because we're winning now. We still have players under contract and it'll be team friendly in two years. And the NFL is such a sport where it's like Tom Brady always took less, you know, yep. like football is, it has that tight salary cap. And a lot of times guys can take that money and it might affect their team. You know, they get all like Aaron Rodgers, get all the money you want. I'm not against that, but that means you're going to have to let go of some guys and not be able to get some guys. So yep. the NFL is a big, and the NFL is big in that way, you know, where it's not like baseball where there's no salary cap, you know, you have to, be able to move some pieces around, move some numbers around in the contracts to be able to afford good players. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm with, with you. That. And I think like owners in the NFLPA were saying pushing for uh hey, let's not have the quarterback salary count against the salary cap. No, you should yeah. because you're paying that guy like you have to pay all of the other players. So right, if your right. quarterback wants to eat up twenty to thirty percent of your salary cap, that sounds like a personal problem. Right. And I know certain teams are saying that, like when their quarterbacks are taking pay cuts, they're like, yeah, that sounds like a personal problem because our six time at the time, six time Super Bowl champion is getting paid like 18 million a year. If that yeah. and right. has a ton in bonus incentive because right. I'm sure they're a playoff accolades. You know, they, that's what they do for Tom, where it's yeah. like, OK, and it also helped that he's married to one of the most successful uh, yeah, right, and right. highest paid supermodels in, <laughs> in the, the world, world at that point, yeah. you know, and that, that right. time in his life. But I mean. I'm all about players getting their money because nothing's guaranteed and you work hard sure. to get to that point and roll with it. And, and, and hurts proved it. Like I said, this before the season started, I said, everyone is so high on the Eagles and Jalen hurts. And I said, I know he's working on it this offseason, like his passing his accuracy and his footwork and all this, 
Let's see how it turns out. On paper, they're great. Well, it turned out on paper and on field, they're the best team in football they behind were. the Chiefs. Yeah. So kudos to him. He worked hard for that because he was, what, a second-round pick coming out of Oklahoma? Yeah, at Oklahoma. Yep. His story's yep. great. Everyone knows that. It he is. won a, yeah, won a, a title with Alabama. He got benched, lost his spot, yeah. sat the whole year, and then transferred. I mean, if there's one guy you want in your locker room that's like, I've been there, done that, I know what it takes to win and work mm-hmm. on and get to where I need to be, it's Jalen Hurts. Veterans, rookies, whoever, any personnel, that's a guy that players, coaches, and anyone else in the organization can look up to. And, you know, and he's he's good. That's all I got to say. Good, good's an understatement. He's great. One of the best quarterbacks Must be nice. now. Must be nice having a good quarterback, huh? Right. Uh, well, yeah, you're speaking on your... <laughs> your Jets. He doesn't even know who your quarterback's going to be. Roger said he's going to be your best quarterback. <laughs> he's not even in the franchise yet. I don't know, man. But the one before we go, though, I wanted to talk about this uh, big boxing match uh, coming up on Saturday. Uh, Javante Davis and King Ryan Garcia. Tank versus King Ryan Garcia. Who do you got, man? Who do you got? This, this is a really tough one to call. I've been following it on YouTube. I'm excited for it. I'm and I'm not really a big boxing fan, but these guys are small in stature, right? They're not, you know, king heavyweights or any of that. But they're fighting at 136. Yep, that sounds right. That sounds so, right. So. Man, this is tough. I, I think I'm going to go with Garcia, only because I I think he's, I think he's more locked in. You know, I think he's more locked in, and his fists are just the quickest things I've ever seen. Not to say that Tank doesn't have quick fists either, and he's not a you know he's smaller than Ryan, but he can pack a punch too. It's such an evenly matched fight. Who who do you got before we uh, sign off here? Well, yeah, because like. I looked up real quick because I thought it was a catchweight. It is a catchweight. So they're fighting not in their own like weight division. They both had to right. catch weight. They beat in the middle, right? They meet okay, yes. let's meet here before Wayne's and all that. Oh man. Um it's tough. Yeah, it is. Javante Tank Davis has been consistent with his training and, and all that, right? And he's picking shows who is who his opponent should be here to write. Yeah. Like every Every boxer does it. So when people yeah. say that they don't, no, they do. They're liars. Yeah. Every boxer, every promoter, every they want to be undefeated. Make sure they want to be both undefeated of them going are. forward. And both of them are. They both yeah. are. Ryan yeah. Rodriguez. They call him the or Garcia. Or what did I say? Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> You're thinking Julio. Ryan Garcia is going to lose this weekend. Wow. I got Tank Davis. I got I got Javante Davis. I just think. It's tough, man, because they're both good fighters. But they I mean, are. Yeah. Tank has been training, and Ryan has been. Social media well, tank, star. Tank has been so, training longer. You know what I mean? Like he just like he just got off a fight and then went back to training again. You know. Well, that's his life. That's his yeah. life. He, he's a fighter. Where, um, where Garcia knows that he he has the he has the appeal. He's he knows not like a pretty boy, but he he's that he's a good looking guy. He can do this sure, and that. Yeah. He's he's a social yeah. media appeal for this stuff. He doesn't have to fight. I've already made my money. I don't have to fight. I don't have to do this. Where yeah. Tank, that's that's what he does. He's a fighter, right? He's a fighter. Yeah. I'm fight here i'm gonna get back to him back at the gym the next day so i think i think davis is gonna take it but okay. I, i'm not gonna throw i'm not gonna throw out a draw i really you know what i i'm gonna come out to i'm gonna i'm gonna change that i think there's gonna be a draw i don't think they want to blemish any records i don't think wow. they oh, want to oh, i wow. think there's gonna be a draw i don't think they want to i don't think they want to blemish any records so no knockout for between either. these two no knockout if it ends a knockout it's gonna be davis catching catching garcia right right they call him Tank right. Davis for a reason. So yeah, and he he's big and big and with his punch, not big in stature, but big with big with his big punch. With his punch sure. And you know, and he's yeah. trained by Floyd Mayweather. So yeah, same promote. Yeah, That's same right. promoter in the camps and all that trains in Vegas, to my knowledge. Last night, mm-hmm. I'm followed Tank too closely the last couple of years. I'm more of a Lomachenko guy myself. Right. But 
I just think Davis, like I said, Davis being consistent in training and fighting where David or next to Garcia stepped away to do the social media and all this and out and calling out fighters and doing clips where he's hitting like guys that are wearing the pad and showing it's all this and that. It's like, okay, that's all cool for, for likes and all this, but you haven't been living that the last couple of years where Davis has. So yeah. I oh, think that's, that's going to come in, but Garcia is a fighter, man. He, he, they both got the record to prove it. And that's all I got to say, man. I, I, I think I it's going to be one of the, I think it's going to be a draw. So they don't blemish any records, but if I had to pick a winner, you if pick I had Davis. to pick a winner, I would yeah. take Davis. I would take Davis by knockout in 10. All right. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go Garcia. You'll go with Davis. That's good that we didn't have the same pick. And and you know what? This this boxing match, you know, they, everybody's saying, well, it's going to bring back boxing. It's a great boxing match, no doubt, you know, but bringing back boxing, I don't know. It's going to give it, it's going to give it a boost, though. It's going to give it a boost. I, I, and And everyone talked about the heavyweights always seem to carry boxing. When you talk about the greatest boxer of all time, besides like Pacquiao and Mayweather, right. they're all heavyweights. They're they're yeah. heavier set of welterweights, you know, or right. stuff like that, right? They're they are well, the, a- the face of boxing. Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Ali you know, yeah. you, George Foreman, like yeah. guys, like I'm going way back. You can come to present day. Mike Tyson, Tyson Fury. Yeah. Oh, you said Tyson, sorry, sorry. But um, uh, yeah, Tyson Fury. Tyson too. Fury. But, well, isn't like you know the the complaint with boxing has always been the best guys don't want to fight each other. You know, and now we're seeing the best guys in their class fight each other. So I think that's a good thing. Well, there's a lot going on in this line right now. I guess supposedly winner takes all for this purse. I saw that. They that's bet, what yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah. And yeah. so the, wow. the problem is boxing has been corrupt because there's too many belts. There's too many organizations. There's too many this and that. Right. Or UFC, it's UFC. The only thing that happens right, is they right. have the interim title, right? There's no, there's Bellator. There's one championship. There's the PFL. All this and that with the MMA, right? But the UFC is the mecca. You want to get to the UFC to be one of the best fighters in the world, right? Even mm-hmm. when boxers want to come to transition to whatever, they want to try and find the UFC, right? If they do, they're not going to make that move. More MMA fighters go to boxing is the payout. But the thing with boxing, is it's a, it's cor- it's been corrupt with promotions and all this and that. They said that's what killed the sport there at the end of the 90s into the 2000s until kind of Mayweather and Pacquiao kind of brought it back to the scene, right? Those, those fighters, those younger fighters, not younger, but those, those uh, like the lightweight fighters, right? Those, right? those smaller fighters. So boxing, it's kind of getting its heyday and it's getting more promotion once ESPN started airing it more on ESPN Plus, like top rank and stuff like that. I think that brought more attention to, to it because there used to be like Friday night fights, you know, on NBC yep. and all this. And that my dad talked about it, you know, and then you had your pay-per-views, but there's always like, I can't remember if it was NBC or who it was, but they were like Friday night fights, you know, HBO would hold their fights and all this and that, which and then Showtime has their fights where it's like each fighter was part of a org, like an organization or this and that. There's too many belts is the problem. Like right. when you have like the undisputed unified, this, yeah. this, this, and they have like seven belts. It's like, yeah. that's the problem, right? That's the problem with it. There's just too yeah. many, this and that. They'll, they'll never unify. It's not one lane. It's like a million of them. There's a million yeah. lanes and there will never be one lane in boxing. There's too much money involved and too much promotion and too much he said, she said, and blah, blah, right, blah. Right, and this right. and that. And fighters are like, no, you're not going to dictate what I get paid. My, I'm the promoter. This is my guy. You're, you're, my guy's going to get paid no matter mm. what. 75% of that purse, even if you beat him, you're not going to beat him. But my guy's walking out with more right. money. Like the, yeah. the sense is like, who, who was it? It was Manny Pacquiao lost to Joe, not Joe Horn. Um, oh, um, oh, God, God. some Australian guy when he came back in like 2016. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I know God, I'm based on his yeah. name because after that he hasn't done anything. So it's yeah, I, I I know I it's like the I can see the face, but Jeff Horn, Jeff Horn, Jeff, right, Horn. Jeff Horn, yeah, yeah, he fought him in 2017. Yeah, like people thought Manny bought in that fight, but he went down to Australia and the Australian. Oh right, yeah, the Australian judges yeah. were a little biased towards it. Yeah, even course, people were like, yeah. no, Manny won that fight. Like right. Manny won that, that fight. Like, I remember watching it and when he came back, and I'm everybody like, was saying, yeah, yeah, Manny won that fight. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's just what it comes down to. And even UFC, Dana White's came out about it. He goes. There's no way they should have scored those cards the way they're scored. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, what you should do is you, okay, you have this and that. You have your commentators, Joe Rogan and those guys, right? Have it where there's no biased fighters that know the fight game and how things should be scored. Have them score the cards. Special right. guests, whatever, like bring in That's fighters that referee. are reputable and, and all this that you know or have no, have no bias and no say towards a certain fighter. I get right, so yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. bring those guys in, or bring guys, or just have it across the board. Hey, you're not affiliated with this promotion in boxing. You're not affiliated with this. Go with this. Right. I mean, th- that's the thing. And people say UFC fighters don't get paid enough. I don't think they do. But Dana's like, well, you never hear about us not paying our guys. Where mm-hmm. boxing, like I think Logan Paul is still waiting to get paid from that Mayweather fight. I yep. think he came out on his podcast and said that he goes, mm-hmm. I haven't got paid for that. And Dana on that say, I think it's on that same podcast goes. You never hear about my guys saying they don't get paid. Right. They get paid to me like right yeah, after. Yeah, they might not get paid the top, but they get paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and they end up getting paid. <laughs> and so, so, but I just see boxing as an easy way for because I'm not I'm not saying easy. Because I, I did boxing, you know, I, I trained for a little bit here and there. And so my right. thing was even when training, you're okay, okay. There's there's training and there's sparring, and then there's guys that can really freaking do this. Like that's what it's like. Anyone thinks they can be a boxer or a fighter, right? Until you step in the ring. I think that what's hurting boxing now. I wouldn't say like hurting. I would say more. It's bringing attention to the fight game in boxing because they they need more attention more than they've really been getting. Like you're seeing guys like Salt Poppy and KSI and Logan Paul mm, and Jake Paul. Right, all these guys step in a right, ring right, and all yep. this, and people are like, "Oh, I can do it too." Yeah, you could probably do it. But these they're fighting YouTubers. They're not fight real fighters. Look what no. happened to Jake Paul just recently. We fought Tommy Fury. He, he lost. lost to Tommy yeah. Fury. So right. he and Tommy Fury is not even like a top boxer. He's, right. He just he just knows how to fight. He's a boxer. Right. He's not an MMA fighter. Family. Yeah. He's he's an actual legitimate boxer. Right. Is he one of the best in the world? No, not at all. No, but he's a legit. But he boxer. knows how to fight. He knows boxing. Right. And he knows how to get points and and whatever. Right. And he lost. That's the same thing with these things. I think I think boxing needs to take the risk and have a guy like like a Manny Pacquiao per se. He's really just not fighting anymore. Fight yeah. these salt poppies or yeah. these Jake Pauls and just put them on their ass to be like, right. You can't do what we, cause you don't see celebrities coming into the UFC and doing it. Good. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> good point. You so, don't see that. Yeah. I, I, I know we rambled a lot to end this, but yeah, I got tank. All right. So you got tank. I got, Chris. I got we'll tank. See, we'll see what happens, man. The fight's going to be this Saturday. This the 22nd live from Las Vegas. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, that's all I got, man. I think that's all for us here on episode 20, season two of the Talking Ball podcast. Uh, hot takes. Oh, hot takes. Oh, God, man. I didn't you even got think a hot one, to be honest. I don't know. Um, hey, you you can bypass one like I did. I bypassed okay. one. Free, free mulligan want. for this week. Yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah, get yeah. a mulligan. I, I know when things slow down in baseball, maybe we don't have as yeah, many it's like hot There's really takes, no hot but... takes to do. It's like, <laughs> But hey, if you don't you have know? a hot take, I got one. I'll, okay, I'll just go rehash ahead. what I said earlier in the episode. If the Mariners are not contending, or not, I shouldn't say contending. My hot take is if the Seattle Mariners are not in the one or two spot come All-Star break in the AL West, and it exceeds to them not making the playoffs this season, 
because Jerry DePoto did not sign any big bats the last two offseasons, and then they missed out on chances and took chances on J.P. Crawford and Colton Wong and all these other players, Jerry DePoto should be fired as the general manager of the Seattle Mariners. Mm, boom. That's it. You let too many bats, like I said earlier in the episode, you let too many bats walk and didn't even contend to say we're not even targeting them, and you brought these, these cheaper pieces in at like a cheaper price in, and they're not doing it. And you kept guys and traded guys away for whatever to say because it's he's been this and that. You're fired. You are contenders now. And Scott Service yeah. can only put on the field what you provide for. Right. Scott Service didn't sign Colton Wong. You signed Colton. Right. If right, they are not right. con- if they are not sitting in the one or two spot in the West, going into the All Star break, and if they don't make the playoffs this year because the season they're having so far, like I said, it's still early. But if they don't make the playoffs, excuse me, Jerry Depoto was fired. Yes. There's no way fans are but you calling in the last game of the season. And you fire him on the spot. Thank you, but no thank you. We're going to go another direction with the Seattle Mariners. Your time is up. I like, like you said, like you said earlier, honeymoon's over. It's yes. winning time in Seattle now. There's no, there there's go. no excuses. It's winning time, Mariner fans. It's winning time, and we got to hold everybody accountable for the Mariners. I think, right? I think that's that's definitely a, a good. Yeah, call you're paying right players, there. and you didn't want to bring in certain bats, and you better land Shohei next offseason. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Well, we'll see, man, and. Think, you don't have uh, a hot take. You don't have anything. No hot takes. I, I can't think. I, I'm, you know, the, I, the NBA is just such chalk. You know, like I don't know. You know, I had that that Kings hot take earlier on, which we got to find, by the way. Um, that I'll they find would, it. I'll find it. If, if anything, I, if I have to download the TikTok and just make it black yeah. and white for it, I, I please. Think I, I, I love I, it. I, I'll figure something out. I'll figure something out. All right. I'll get your cut. All right. And I also called the uh, Justin or uh, Jacob Degrom going to the Rangers, but. Of course, already he's hurt. Already he's hurt. Okay, of course. You beat me to that. That was oh, my hot right. take. That yeah, same yeah, hot yeah. take, and you made me change. But of course, he's hurt already, right? Wrist, wrist oh, yeah. injury. He, he, so. Yeah, get his money. Ugh. Oh, there's uh, my anyway. baby boy Rex. You know Rex. There's my baby <laughs> yeah, boy. of course. Hi, Looks Rex. like he wants to. He wants to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> Come say hi to Ryan. Come here. Come say hi. Oh, hi. Hey, he's getting big. <laughs> big oh. boys, five months now. <laughs> say hi. Say hi to everyone. All right, that probably means it's pee-pee's time. So yeah, yeah, it's time to go. All right, man. So for episode twenty, season two, he's Antonio. I'm Ryan. Of course, you can find us on all platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, YouTube Shorts, YouTube, Facebook. We're we're all over the place. So make everything sure to but Twitter, because Mason got us banned. Yeah, we're still working. <laughs> we gotta finish every show with that. By the way, <laughs> Elon, Elon, do us a solid, dude. We didn't do anything. Yeah, we didn't do anything. Us. Give us a Twitter. Come on, yeah. come on. Let us have Twitter back. We didn't do anything. Well, this is gonna be like how Jimmy Kimmel always always ends his show with like, "Sorry to Matt Damon." We're always gonna be like, "All right, well, we don't have a Twitter. We're banned on Twitter." <laughs> so, sorry, all to right, Matt man. Damon. God, speaking of real quick, I know this isn't sports related, but I saw this TikTok where an interviewer was asking Matt Damon about like, "What's the one line people come up to you and say?" It's the Matt Damon from Team America. Uh, it's not yeah, 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 yeah. He laughed, but he's like, he's like, he's did. He's like Matt Damon. He's like from Team <laughs> America. He like laughed about. It. I'll I'll send it to you, but no, it's freaking hilarious. It's like it's not even his movie. And, and, and him, like, people know I, I from heard most of that. that. I heard yeah. that, and I was like, Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> like, Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my god. That's totally off topic, but yeah. It's no, just, no, I, it's all good. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, we'll catch each other next week for sure, right? Yes, we will. We will for sure. All right.
All right. So until episode 21, guys, have a great, great weekend. Rest of the week, the weekend as well. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Later.